Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> that should be our intro. <laughs> Go for it. My like witch's cackle. <laughs> I didn't know Welcome to the podcast. I'm Corey. I'm Ginny. I'm Natalie. And I'm Jen. And we are the Art History Babes. This is our first podcast, which is really exciting and kind of weird and scary, but bear with us. We'll do our best. <laughs> If you uh, read our little descriptor, we are four grad students that are making our way into the podcast universe, I guess, mm-hmm. trying to create a all-encompassing discussion of visual culture. We want to tell you a little bit about ourselves and what our plans are yes. for this exciting adventure. Um, so would you like to start, Jen? Yes. What we are hoping to do with this podcast is to take what we're dealing with on a day-to-day basis, what we're learning, what we're researching, issues in art history that have been shaping our first year of grad school. And um, we are hoping to turn this into kind of like a cultural commentary sort of show. So we're not going to be strictly limiting ourselves to the world of art history. Do not fret. We are not going to throw dates and Mm -hmm. materials at you. Um, Normally, people seem to think art history is this sort of you sit in a dark room and you look at pictures and um, there's a lot of that, actually. So we're, <laughs> I wish I could say that that isn't what happens. But we're um, like the buffer between that and like reality. So essentially what we're trying to do is take our art historical knowledge and kind of re-examine it and kind of create a broader conversation with you guys, the viewer um, or listeners. We will be exploring a whole range of topics from various artists to artworks to ideas in art and history. Um, Hopefully many of our episodes will be full of interesting art historical anecdotes um, as well as kind of connection to popular culture and hot button issues and our other interests which are vast um, and include feminism and um 
the moon. <laughs> We've been talking um, a lot about the moon. If you guys are familiar with the moon. Yeah. We really like the moon. <laughs> we will um, find it in the episode. <laughs> um, astrology and... Science. Wine. Natalie brings up a very important point with the wine. Uh, wine will be present for most of these episodes. It's our fifth cast member. It really is. Um, so that will be will be a uh, driving factor for many of our discussions. We plan to have a very interdisciplinary discussion yes. of the visual material that we take in on a daily basis. So, I don't know, do we want to do an individual like introduction of who everyone is and what sure. they're interested in? I'm Jenny. And out of the four of us, I suppose I'm more of the kind of old school art history person in that most of my interest lies within the 17th century, kind of early modern, but primarily Baroque, which we'll get into it further episodes because there's really a lot to talk about with it. And like what Corey was saying, I think a lot of our emphasis is going to be on the interdisciplinary aspects that go hand in hand with art history, especially as art historians, you know, we're kind of faced with this um, perceived challenge to art history and why art history is relevant and how it is really going to engage kind of the average person in society. And like even Obama, who I love, made a dig at art historians. Did. Such I'm a still, bummer. I'm still pretty sore at <laughs> yeah. Me too. Yeah, I Me mean, too. I still, he's, he's great. I haven't held it against him too much. But it's very much an issue. And I think that, I mean, we're not going to be like grandstanding on so much of what is like, I mean, obviously we'll talk about what's great about art history and why art and art history is relevant. But like Corey was saying, there's so much more to it than just art and history. There's a lot of philosophy embedded in theory, issues of different cultures, which of course is always going to remain relevant, and kind of the em emphasis on why history matters to us um, today in kind of the contemporary context and what we can learn from history. So that at least is, you know, a goal of mine to convey throughout this process. So hopefully that comes through and it comes through in an interesting way rather than a dry way. So that's me. <laughs> <laughs> Natalie, right. Natalie, what do you got to say? Hey. Yeah, just, you know, piggybacking off of what Ginny said. Um, I... <laughs> I have a fun little story for you guys. So oh boy. <laughs> na naive me, who had never taken an art history class before undergrad, um, mm -hmm. so I did not come into college thinking that this was my path. Likewise. I, I, I was in, I had been playing with art practice and didn't quite feel confident in pursuing it, but knew that I wanted to stick in something, in the, stick with something in the art field. And, um... Ended up down this road. Absolutely love it. Have honestly one of the things that I've really connected with within the art history field are the people. Um, I've pretty much connected with every person that I've come across in this journey. And um, that's just something that's really been special to me. But um, let me just veer off of that corny side note and get back <laughs> to my story. We love um, you too, Natalie. <laughs> I've just been getting really sentimental tonight, guys. I don't know. This is very out of character. Um, no, I, I mean, I love art history unabashedly. And I was talking to an old friend of mine 
and he was inquiring about my experience and asked if I had had any issues with, you know, people's preconceived notions of art history. And naive little me was like, what, what does that mean? What are you talking about? And um, he was like, you know, like the whole like joke people make about like, you guys like to smell your own farts. <laughs> What does that even mean? Yeah, and he explained that it's like a, you know, it's a comment about how we think too highly of ourselves. And basically Mm -hmm. that it is a field where people pursue it because it's like a pastime. Like they can do it because it's a hobby or some Mm -hmm. weird, weird notion that I didn't even know existed. So we're basically here to prove that that's not a thing. And we do not sniff our own farts, (laughs) I assure you. Um, now let's go to Corey. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> um, I like kind the of... direction that that went in. I remember that story like um, 30 seconds ago. It's a good kind of, kind of continuing off that same idea. Um, <laughs> that is bold. <laughs> well, I think, I think the main message Natalie was trying to get across Please. is that. Um, I don't think, at least, I mean, I'm speaking for the four of us. I can't speak for all art historians or people in the field everywhere but none of us are um kind of smug haughty toddy types we're not pretentious like yeah we're not very pretentious I don't think I think most of us are involved in this because we gen like genuinely think it matters and think it can make a difference Mm -hmm. to pick apart pick apart art and what it means as a human endeavor and that's what we're here for so hopefully we can take this information and relay it to you and turn it into something fun if you don't already think it is fun or interesting yeah um oh yeah myself um (laughs) so I came to art history my my path is kind of weird I I've always been interested in it like by always I mean like since since like middle school early high school I was really into art and um, I, I liked, you know, reading about it and learning about it, but I, I had never really established it as my path. I, I took art classes and, and things like that, but I, I was kind of all over the place and that continued into my undergraduate career. I studied a lot of psychology and sociology and education. Human development's very important to me and I kind of just jumped all over the place. Dance, I was a dance minor and a dance teacher. So I naturally come at everything from a very interdisciplinary approach and like I love to tie together art with things that people don't typically think art is involved with like I I like to make those connections so essentially my goal is to get really weird with this podcast (laughs) it's gonna get weird in summary um in summary exactly uh we we want we want this to go weird places and we really want you guys to be involved in some way um and to help take us in interesting directions um and kind of shut down that mentality that like art history is some kind of boring discipline so that's me a little bit uh jen would you like to say a thing or two about yourself Uh, hello friends so my name is jennifer and i am definitely one of those people who was always dead set on doing the one thing that i wanted to do and that one thing happened to be art history I don't know how that happened, but it has a lot to do with growing up 
in a place with a lot of books and having parents who encouraged a lot of reading. So my background is primarily in Mexican and Mexican-American art that spans from Mesoamerican times up to contemporary artists operating in both Mexico and the United States. Very specific, but also there's several other facets of visual culture that interest me. I'm definitely going to be talking to you guys about comic books, graphic novels. Those are two different things. Please understand. <laughs> and and essentially what I hope to get out of doing this is really what we've already said several times. <laughs> but we would really like to make the idea of art history less of this stuffy sort of pretentious thing that, yeah, we don't sniff farts, please. I don't, I don't know why anyone would say that. It's a weird thing to say. It's so weird. So what I would really hope for this podcast is just some interesting, fun episodes of off-the-cuff anecdotes, but also we're going to get real deep into some serious issues as well. Mm -hmm. So expect both. Um, Especially, we have um, several stories as to how we got here in the first place. Me, for instance, I learned of the fact that you could study art history in high school and a really eye-opening experience was having gone to Europe for a month as a 16-year-old. So expect to hear about my my time in, in Europe. I'm sorry. There's currently a situation. Um, we're fishing a bug out of a glass of wine. And that glass of wine is still going to get drank. Oh, yes, it is. So, we don't waste wine. We're not rich people. <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay. Class issues, we will get into. Oh, yeah. Well. Classicism, <laughs> definitely going to be discussed for sure. Irish and um, Neo. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's and a Neo. Art historical joke for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> ah. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, so I think. I think that kind of gives you an idea of what to expect. Um, who we are. Who we are. What we're about. Yes. Um, we we have lots of ideas about future episodes, but um, like I said, we're going to reach out into areas that may be unexpected, such as culinary arts and mm-hmm. internet culture, like meme memes. culture. There's a lot. Dank memes. So yeah, we have, we have uh, a lot of different things we plan to discuss. Expect to hear about some real interesting women. Um, we do have a semi-feminist angle, although... We are ladies. Please don't um, be afraid of the word feminism in art history. Or in general. Feminism is a good thing. It's it's not scary. It's not scary. We'll definitely, we'll talk about lady stuff uh, on occasion. Lady stuff. Straight up lady stuff. Um, We also love dudes. We do. We We are all fans of dudes here. We have art crushes. Ginny could, I don't mean to put you on the spot, but you could maybe let our listeners know that. I apologize because I just ate a cracker. That will not deter me from promising that my historical crushes will be discussed in depth 
And after these discussions, you will most likely understand the reason for my historical crushes. Ginny, I completely identify with you. Um, I too <laughs> happen to be a fangirl of several mm-hmm. um, very interesting figures in the art historical world. Mm-hmm. So expect fangirling. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Well, we yeah. discussed this once, I feel like, where we toyed with the idea of defining art history as essentially like being in relationships with artists. Was that you, Jenny, that I was talking to about? I don't, I don't remember who it was, but how like you, like That's, we, yeah. I mean, we write about art, we write about artists and especially like art, oftentimes artists that are no longer alive. So mm-hmm. it tends to be a strange polyamory. Yeah, it tends, <laughs> yeah, it tends to be a relationship you create with these artists. So mm-hmm. it, it kind of, it gets deep. So to kind of sum things up, we will be putting together our first full episode, Bad Boys of the Baroque. Mm. So excited. Which Ginny mm. is particularly excited for. Couldn't as... be more excited. <laughs> it's, you know, all you could really expect from men of privilege getting away with bad behavior because of their connections, which is certainly something that still goes on today. Highly relevant. I feel feel like you and I might lock horns a bit. (laughs) Tune in to see me and Ginny potentially fight our dead lovers' battles. Thanks for listening, and stay tuned. Please stay tuned. Please. 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 Please stay tuned. You know, you're not too proud to beg. We aren't. And we're going to also, I believe, open up an email. You can write in um, questions or comments. And if you have, like, suggestions or requests for episodes um, or themes that you would like to hear about, we're definitely open to that. Yeah. And if, I mean, if you're you're excited about this, which we all hope you are you can feel free to email us now it's arthistorybabes at gmail.com pretty simple so yeah we'd love to hear from you you're gonna like especially if you've been listening this long (laughs) we're we're 20 minutes in listening this long you have some this is great this is really good let us know what you're thinking you've stuck with us this long stay with us thank you peace Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live.